Welcome back to the Alchemy Incubator podcast. My name is Emily Jameson, and I am very happy to be sharing with you today an interview with Megan Ames. Megan is a nurse midwife at Bloomin' Babies Birth Center in Grand Junction, Colorado, and I first met Megan when she served as the doula for my birth with my son. Megan, since that time, Megan became a midwife herself, and she has sat at the front row of birth numerous times. I really wanted to bring her into this conversation because I've been thinking about rebirth and the period of transition that goes with that. So I had a conversation with a friend that inspired this and you will hear more about it in this podcast. I am very grateful to Megan for giving us her time and perspective and I hope you find this as rich as I did. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on my podcast. You're so welcome. I'm glad to be here. Um, Megan is a midwife. And when I first met her, she was a doula. And she was my doula for my birth with my son, Killian. And I wanted to have her talk with us a little bit today about um, when going through birth, because it's really such, it's a literal as well as highly metaphorical experience, right? Now, Megan, how many births have you assisted with at this point? Um, I have been a part of almost 200 births, if you oh count my, my... Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do that experience. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And, that's um, so I had a friend, we were talking the other day, and she's going through a lot of changes in her life. And I said, you're, you know, you're really going through a rebirth. And she said, well, that sounds messy. And it, it made me laugh because it's actually really true. And then I started thinking about the concept of transition, right? Like, I only know that that's a phase that a person goes through in labor. So I want to have you talk a little bit more about that. But I also feel like in life, we talk about transitions really glibly, like they're not really a big deal when they're actually a really big deal. And they can be really painful. And they aren't just super smooth and easy all the time, right? But they're really critical. So can you talk a little bit about that stage of transition in the birthing process? Sure. Um, you'll have to tell me because I definitely can get nerdy about this. <laughs> get a little bit nerdy. Why not? I think most of the people that listen to my podcast are women, and if they're men, like we can just enlighten them. But um, but please do get a little bit nerdy. That's why I wanted to have you join because I know you. This is your passion, and you're you obviously are like you've been doing this, and I think you know being a midwife, you were extremely valuable for me in that process of preparing for and then delivering my son and even afterwards. So you play a super critical role and now you've done it 200 times. <laughs> like you've seen everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, I, I'm still surprised all the time. So I think, um, well, transition in as a labor phase is when okay. that cervix is opening that last little bit 
the waves or intensity of the contractions really are kind of at their peak. Um, often it's the phase of labor that as an observer, as a midwife, that just gets me to my core every time. Mm. So it's just the phase of labor where the birthing person is very kind of um, in between spaces, I find, like deeply focused inward. But then there's this spot where the intensity can be so overwhelming. It's like I see somebody come out of themselves and often there's a little bit of worry or fear or overwhelm. Um, And so I find it's a spot where I can be helpful as the observer and really bringing people back into their body and into that Mm -hmm. safe space. Um, I often find it's when partners are also looking around going like, this is this it? Is this the moment? Not knowing exactly how to help or support sometimes, not all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's this baby that comes after like a lot of hard work, a lot of Mm -hmm. pushing, some unknown, some really intense um, sensations, and it's like overwhelmed with hormones. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I tell couples all the time prenatally, like transition Transitions where I, as an observer, get emotional because you see people just break down and through every hard thing they've ever done. Yeah. Like, it's just the space where I feel so incredibly privileged to see people Mm -hmm. work through because it is absolutely how you get through any hard thing you've ever done. Yeah. I just get to see it result in, like, boom, the biggest joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think um, I get a little spoiled. I feel a little spoiled because I get to see this event over and over and over again where you absolutely see how a spirit can do the hardest thing Mm -hmm. and then feel the biggest joy within a fairly short time period, right? In the course of a labor, transition is the hardest but fastest part, Hmm. Oh my God, Megan. I didn't realize that it's fast. It's fast, but it sure doesn't feel like when you're in it. (laughs) (laughs) But here I am, I've watched or witnessed the whole marathon. Yeah. And now you're at this like crux of the hardest, Mm -hmm. the hardest thing you're ever going to do. But the biggest joys are right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I get to watch your whole spirit go through that in like, you know, on average, anywhere from 10 to like 40 minutes of like insane transition. Yeah. It's just insane. Um, I find it like just as an observer, because so much for me, this first two years of being in practice is it's just shaped how I what I see is our capabilities. I, I just have not witnessed any other grander thing than birth. Yeah. I can, I can like absolutely feel that. Um, I'm emotional. Even just you talking <laughs> and having a front row seat for that. Um, I remember for myself, 
that what I really wanted was to have a natural birth, but I wanted to see if I could do it. Yeah. I'm afraid, really afraid, but I wanted to trust my body and I wanted to really see what I was capable of. Yeah. And the other thing that I've been ruminating on kind of as I decided to like look at this topic from this medical and like literal birthing perspective mm-hmm. is, um, is that you, the only way out is through, right? Yeah. We get ourselves and, and I think in our personal development and spiritual development and growth, there come points where you cannot go back. You can't unsee or unlearn or unknow what you now know. You don't get to become smaller. That's not a choice for you anymore. You have to push through, which is mm-hmm. when you're in labor, there's no other choice except that the baby, there's a baby that's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you and your family have recently transitioned um, to a new community. And yeah. how long ago was that exactly? Um, we moved from Washington to Colorado, like mid-September. Uh-huh. Um, and I started my new role fairly quickly, like right beginning of October. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I didn't like prompt you that we were going to talk about this or anything, but just as we're kind of like, you know, looking at the ways that, you know, transition and rebirth apply, it struck me that you're also living this out in your life. How is yeah. that going for you? Yeah, so much. Um, it's been really, this has been a really healing transition for us. So um, I, I'm, I just probably just, I'm doing the right job, right? I'm working in the mm-hmm. right field because it feels a lot like what I've witnessed in labor with, with women and mm-hmm. with couples and with birthing people. Um, I had a really intense first year in practice and it was really hard and there was a lot of things I wasn't prepared for and there were a lot of conversations and situations and experiences that I just did not know how to navigate and I learned so much Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got bold and I remembered who I was and, and what I wanted to do and what I needed to do to feel good and I decided to make some decisions and changes that supported that. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, really what I've been privileged to see just in the birthing world is when it's hard. And when mm-hmm. in that phase of labor, when transition is impacted by some force you have no control over. So, I mean, this is birth is just so beautiful and it is not one being doing the work. It is just such a dance between Mm -hmm. the birthing couple and the baby and the bones of your body and your energy and your emotional readiness and how you cope and trauma and all of these things. Like there's just the potential for so many influences. And I really felt like you know, in my first year of practice, I just had so many things I was not expecting and not honestly not ready for. Um, But I just, I just pulled on the wisdom from the birthing people that I've witnessed. And 
I got brave and I came here and it was a really good fit for my family. And I just am reminded that how important rest is and how important support is. And it just goes along with everything that I've learned. I mean, everything that I have studied has taught me how important support is. And I believe that in labor, I believe it for many of the interactions that we have. And I am just really grateful that this transition has been so good. It's required a lot of rest. Yeah. A lot of pause for me. Mm. Um, And it reminds me of lots of experiences I've had with couples where a baby has been the driver of the, of the hard part of labor and is trying to tell their story and trying to tell us something um, in the only way that they can or know how and watching couples kind of navigate what their baby is saying to them. Mm-hmm. I did, it, I'm so lucky to see it. I mean, it's just taught me so much for every aspect of my life. Yeah, it is. I, I'm really amazed to hear you talk about rest, which has been a big theme for me. And I have, I talked about it actually in the last podcast that I recorded a couple weeks ago, because I feel like value the importance of rest in our, in our culture, but, um, but rest like is a, is a normal thing, right? It's part of the cycles of life and, um, and, you know, talking about it in terms of transition, or even like the, the burst of energy that's required to give birth. And then you have to rest afterwards as well. Like rest needs to be elevated in terms of it's like, you know, honor that it gets because it's not about laziness at all, but it's, you know, in relation to the energy that is required to be output and then recharging and there's times for everything. So thank you for mentioning that. This is, this whole conversation feels um, really like special. And I love how the metaphors that the natural world offer us in terms of like personal development and growth and spiritual development, because it's all super connected. It is. It's so connected. I mean, I, I, I'm privileged in the setting that I'm in to have more time now with clients and just a lot more focus on education and teaching. Mm -hmm. And um, I spent all day in clinic yesterday in particular with a freshly postpartum couple. Mm -hmm. And we see our families a little bit sooner, which I'm grateful for postpartum. And um, there, I just, we still as a culture really struggle with this, you know, like we mentioned earlier, this transition, it's this hard phase. It's intense, maybe shorter than the other, other part of the journey. But then you come to the end and you come through and often there is a requirement of rest. Like it is what we need. We just pushed really hard and we broke through this barrier, this next spot. And now it's time to sleep and now it's time to eat and Mm -hmm. now it's time to rest our body. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was one couple that I was talking with yesterday that had mentioned like frustration over like your body demanding the rest. Like you physically can't even do the thing mentally you are like determined to do because your body is saying no. Yeah. And 
but recognizing that is so critical, right? Like, so we're doing a happy dance in the room saying, okay, but look, we're having this conversation. This is, your body is clearly saying no, like that is not for today. Today we sleep and we rest and we eat soup and we Mm -hmm. sleep more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the agenda. So Beautiful. Well, I feel like this conversation could not have been more well-timed. So thank you so much for being my guest today, Megan. It's a Mm -hmm. pleasure to connect with you. Um, Where are you exactly? Do you want to give a little plug for where you work? So folks as well. So um, we moved to the beautiful Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, And I am currently one of the full-time midwives at Bloomin' Babies Birth Center, um, which is now owned by St. Mary's, the local hospital. And it's a beautiful place. I get to work in the birth center environment as well as the local hospital. So it's a really good opportunity. Okay. I'm happy to know that. I wish I was having another baby. <laughs> I wish you were too. So that you could <laughs> assist me with my birth. <laughs> it meant a lot to me during that time. And I'm so grateful to know you, Megan. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Jamison. I'm a multi-certified transformational coach. And you can find out more about me by visiting my website, emilyjamisoncoaching.com. I love helping people get unstuck. And I do that by helping them tap into the power of their subconscious mind to get into all those areas where there are limiting beliefs, where trauma gets stuck, and that's the area that keeps us from being able to move forward in alignment and congruent with what we want and actually being able to get it. If you would like to work with me, send me a message. I would love to talk with you and find out how I can help you live your best life in this next year.